0: So just imagine one day you're getting booking after booking after booking and then the next day crickets all because somebody on the back end said, hey, we actually want to favor or promote, you know, a different type of of listing or somebody that has a better track record than this like. You know, you just never know. Welcome to the Michigan Short-Term Rentals Podcast, the show about buying, optimizing, and managing short-term rentals in the state of Michigan. Get insights and recommendations from vacation rental operators to help take your property to the next level. Are you ready to profit from your short-term rental? Let's get started. Welcome to the Michigan Short-Term Rentals Podcast. My is Tony Stancato here with my co-host Jordan Painter. What's up, man?
1: Oh, man, living the dream. Getting ready for the next challenge, and it's crickets on your end. Oh,
0: what you talking about, man? You signing up? You start, I got, I got sign nothing. In. When is that, like three weeks? Ah, something oh, like that. What's the date? 21st, maybe? Might be able to do it if it's the
1: 21st. So, it, we'll it's see. The it's the 21st.
0: All right, well, might be able to do it, so happy monday good weekend anything exciting
1: my wife my wife went and stayed at an airbnb actually down in southwest michigan she didn't stay in one of ours but she was gone for the weekend so i had a weekend with the kids we had a lot of fun trying a bunch in
0: awesome where where'd she stay what any feedback on the place that she stayed at Uh,
1: i know it was in new buffalo i haven't had a chance to catch up with her to see exactly how the the experience was but looked like a pretty cool place pretty unique at a pool and um, like a, almost like a community living area with like several cabins on the on the lot that it was on. So okay, cool. That's cool. Well, hey, today we wanted to just do a short
0: podcast. We're in the off season now, and we just wanted to talk about hey, what are we doing in the off season to get ready for peak season? So first thing we're doing right now is we're testing stuff, right? So. Some of the people that we follow, Bill Faith specifically has been really talking about no cleaning fees over the last couple of days. He's been really pushing it. And obviously Brian Chesky came out last year and made a comment about cleaning fees and how they kinda wanna end up doing away with them. So you wanna kinda bake them into your your stay price there. We've never done it and to be honest, We have some really expensive cleaning fees. We go all the way up to $1,000 in cleaning fees and we're still ranked page one for most of our properties. So we haven't really felt the, the pinch or the need to do it, but the best time to do something is before you need to do it. So as of this morning, started changing, adjusting a couple properties just to test out the, hey, what does it look like to remove the cleaning fee? Funny thing is, adjusted it at like 7 a.m. this morning, within two hours, three hours, already got a request to book. So who knows, might be onto something, could be a coincidence, but, so that is that is one thing that we're testing. And I would say in our bold predictions podcast that we did maybe six months ago, I said that the clean, not the Airbnb fee, the way Airbnb makes their money, that, that service fee that they charge, at a certain point, and I feel even stronger for that now. At a certain point, the service fee is going to go from like where the guest sees it and they're the ones paying it, to where hey, we're actually making it so that the service fee comes out of the revenue from the the host, and then you'll have to adjust your 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 rates according to to make up for that. What do, you, what do you think about, you know, the the fees, the cleaning fees, and just kind of just testing, you know, those types of things in general?
1: Yeah, I think you got to stay ahead of the game. Things are always changing, and it's really easy to become complacent and do things like you've always done them. And the people that make the changes are going to be the ones that realize more success in just like in the Bold Predict podcast that we mentioned, these companies are seeing more and more competition. There's more direct booking websites from some of the large property managers nationally. You know, there's there's more and more, even Hotels.com, you know, all these other websites now that people have the ability to book from. And the more competition there is, the more money it costs to buy those eyeballs. And so if they're trying to be competitive and try to figure out ways that consumers are more palatable to the pricing structures, Ultimately, it, it falls back on who's making the money, right? And in a platform like this, who's making the money? Really, the the vacation rental owners are the ones making the money in theory. And so that's where Airbnb is going to come after, you know, to, to try to capitalize. So they've kind of got, excuse me, they have owners in a spot where if you're getting 90% of your bookings, you're going to do whatever you have to do to keep getting those bookings. So... I could certainly see a scenario where they start passing those fees on, and whether you can bake them into your nightly rate or not, owners are going to ultimately get be the ones paying those those costs.
0: Yeah, and I think some of the bad press will say that Airbnb. I mean, Airbnb always takes the the grunt of the the blowback from from people for the industry, but they're, since they're the big player, it's always kind of like pushback on Airbnb. But I would say one of the big one of the big blowbacks and pushbacks on Airbnb is the fees. You got the pet fee, you got the cleaning fee, you got the service fee, even though the service fee is like not something that the the host can, well, actually, I think you could actually already choose to incorporate that into your own thing. If I remember right, we have not done that. But again, a lot, a lot of the, the negative press I get is just like, getting feed to death and even hey there's a hot tub fee there's a heated pool fee and you know you you go into it i almost kind of look at it like spirit airlines or frontier airlines and it's like you're looking for a play a, a flight right and it's like oh my gosh spirit is like 100 bucks everybody else is 400 and then you go down the rabbit hole and you're like oh by the time you check out oh yeah surprise i wanted to bring a bag on my trip oh and surprise too what, what? And, and who would have thought i wanted to sit next to my spouse on the the way out there that'll be an extra 37 you know so it's almost like a bait and switch type of thing i swore i would never fly them. i did fly them recently it wasn't it wasn't too bad and, and worked out fine but again just takes me off a little bit when you go in assuming a certain price and by the time you get out of it, you're like, oh my, God, how did we get here? You know what I mean? So, yep, so we're we're testing that fee and I guess the other thing I should test is going back and maybe assuming the fee from Airbnb as well and just test out how that goes. The second thing we're testing right now, so, Wednesday State had a really cool property and actually we just got done interviewing a l Design Co. out of Indiana. They designed the train bin Me and my family went and stayed in the grain bin and just the hospitable touches that were at that property. You know, I I feel like we do a pretty good job at that, but this was just a whole nother level. So one thing that we're looking at doing is we're actually looking at hiring Alex and his wife to kind of do a little hospitality refresh at one of our properties. And we're gonna get new photos for that property. You know, we, we listed it in a hurry. It was, we wanted to get it listed before peak season, which would have been like July 1st. We were coming up towards the end and scrambling to get, you know, scrambling to get everything ready uh, at the end of June. And, you know, it it was tough to make sure that everything was, you know, where it needed to be before it got launched. And so now we're going back, it's off season now. We have some weekday bookings available or weekdays available where we can go back in. And again, we always preach, hey, If you think you're a designer or or whatnot you're probably not so like for us it's like we could go out try to add those ourselves or we could work with somebody like alex and give them a budget and say hey bring bring the hospitality that you did at that property over to this property and then after that we're going to get a photographer found a really good photographer in grand rapids there looks like he's been in a lot of magazines so looking to get somebody that does a little more architecture photos in there to, to take pictures of the hospitality that Alex and his team bring to them.
1: Yeah, I think it'll step up the game and make it look a little bit better. I mean, that particular property Tony referenced, we had, the, it's we have a pickleball court there and the picture we have of the pickleball court had a temporary net that we put up because the one that we had originally ordered didn't come on time. So there's all, all those little details. They really do matter. And, you know, when you're looking at trying to get somebody to book it and yours has a little, bit of extra flair than the other ones. It's going to get more attention. The other interview we also are, have coming up, the, the gentleman mentioned that switching the photos out. He does it. He said he does it almost every week, switches photos around and just trying to play with different things to get the search ranked higher in the algorithm. Like when when they, maybe if the algorithm can see it's active and people are touching that listing consistently, they're going to give you a leg up potentially. So those types of things can make a difference.
0: Absolutely. And then the other thing that we are working on doing is went down to Bill Faith's boot camp in like probably August, July, early August. And we're looking at implementing the post-stay communication. If you're anything like most people after their stay, you might not keep keep constant contact with that particular guest going forward. But Bill Faith has like a... 200 day outreach program that after the guest stays you put them into that that funnel or that that messaging you know sequence and you follow up with them and you try to get you know obviously the goal is to get them to come back and stay with you again book their next trip with you so i think that's something that we haven't done a great job at in the past and i'm really excited about getting that implemented and again try to get some more direct bookings from previous guests.
1: Yeah, that's huge. And the more that these platforms charge, the more important it is to develop your own business of direct bookings. I'm not going to hate on the platforms. They got to make their money and you can complain about it all you want. But at the end of the day, they're in a business to make money and, and they're helping us find people that we wouldn't otherwise have access to. But I do think it's really important to continue to try to take it from you know 5% to 10% to 25% to you know whatever it is 50 or maybe potentially 50 plus percent of direct bookings rebookings get word of mouth out there about how cool the property is and get people to to fill it up as much as possible because if you're relying solely on someone else's platform to run your business there's just risk there that you really can't mitigate without without branching out so I think that's a really good one to to look at
0: yeah when you say that in my mind it just you know i think of own Your own economy you know you have no idea like we have a little bit of website you know background SEO it is so easy and I've had it happen like we're just crushing it on websites you know we're ranked number one on on the search page and you're getting tons of traffic money's really good and then all it takes and and Google does updates all the time and one little switch. Ah, I think we want to start changing stuff here. And then boom, for some reason, yours falls off a cliff, clip, right? And I think there's been periods of that with Airbnb as well, where they've made some adjustments. There was a big, maybe a year and a half ago, they changed it from experiences to, or from like you know area based to experience based and like people just fell off a cliff so just imagine one day you're getting booking after booking after booking and then the next day crickets all because somebody on the back end said hey we actually want to favor or promote you know a different type of of listing or somebody that has a better track record than this like You know, you just never know so own your own own economy and that's going to come with like that guest communication that guest follow up so that that's something that we're looking forward to implementing and really the last one here nothing big, but we are in Michigan and the color tours the fall tours are just phenomenal. I don't think we have a single picture of any of our properties with the fall leaves and. I think that's something that we're going to make sure that we get at a lot of our properties and you know there's there's properties in south haven Fenville, and really steve across the board where it's just like there's so many trees that are going to look amazing from like an aerial view that um uh, just looking forward to getting those it, it might be a little too late to actually use them maybe this year Uh, we'll have to kind of scramble pretty quick to get them uploaded but going into next year we'll have those uh ready to go and i think it'll make a big difference for uh, a lot of the properties because they're going to be amazing
1: yeah yeah maybe even think about doing some of the the winter photos and some of those things once you get a nice nice coating of snow to just show that what, what the expectation should be depending on the season and keep the photos fresh keep rotating them in and out stay on top of things so that people really can see that you're you're taking it seriously and and just keeping it updated
0: dude don't talk about snow okay we got three 80 degree days left might be the last 80 degree days we see for another six to seven months so just too early you're right you're right take those photos but too early to be talking about the snow man
1: no four letter words on this podcast yep
0: yep uh, awesome. Well, that, that's a pod for us today, but I do want to say thank you to uh, a couple people that took the time to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Be Kuiper uh left us a five-star review a solid way to spend some time on a tuesday morning tony and jordan do a great job taking their experience and breaking them down into nuggets of useful information for the michigan short-term rental community thanks b for giving us that review we are at 45 that takes us to 45 reviews our goal is 50 so thank you again for those that have taken the time to do so and then jen gears she gave us a five-star review, informative and knowledgeable. The hosts have a wealth of knowledge and experience in the Michigan short-term rental and real estate markets. Podcast caters to both beginners and seasoned professionals. So thank you, Jen, for taking the time to leave that review. Again, our goal is 50 by the end of the year. It is October now. We have three months left to, to get five more reviews. So if you wouldn't mind, Take time, head over to Spotify or Apple Podcasts and drop us a review there. Greatly appreciate it. Till next time. Thanks for checking out today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you get a chance, please go over to your podcast player of choice. Leave us a review. We appreciate those that have already taken the time to do so. It just helps us get discovered by more people in that platform. And if you're not on the email list yet, go over to michiganshorttermrentals.com. Get on the email list you're gonna see it right there on the home page and you're gonna get four very valuable emails one's gonna be a list of 650 zip codes where we've already analyzed a address and have projected revenue for that address so you can kind of filter those and see which one has the best projections out of those 650 zip codes and then you're gonna get a furnishing calculator so you'll get a number or how much does it cost to furnish a four bed, two bath with a hot tub and a ping pong table. And you can use that to really project out your return on investment there. And then also a property grading Tool. So you're going to be able to plug in some information like yard size, number of neighbors, amenities, the cost of the property, and the projected revenue, and it's going to kick you out a letter grade. So our properties are letter grade B. So if it's B or an A, it could be a good property to pick up. If it's less than that, you might really want to think about, is it going to be a good property? And make sure you connect with Jordan Painter and Tony Stancato on LinkedIn. Send us a connection request there and we'll make sure we accept it. And we'll talk to you later.